probably know by now that DNVR is a huge supporter of CBD, and as a consumer, you must find the product that works best for you. Green Roads hooked us up with some incredible products, and we want to share our experience with you. They have over 30,000 five-star reviews at Green Roads, 30,000. So go check them out. Use code DNVR for 20% off your entire purchase at greenroads.com. CBD, as you know, is non-psychoactive. They've got stuff that can help you with sleep, relaxation, energy. I've had each one of these. The relaxation ones really, really help me when I'm holding too much tension in my body and not necessarily realizing it. You all know I love a little bit of CBD in my coffee. But if you don't always have time to drink the coffee, get some gummies, get some soft gels, a little bit of oil, whatever you prefer to do with your CBD. Green Roads has got you covered. Their products are top of the line absolutely can't miss and there's so many different varieties there's bound to be one that's going to fit your preferences so head to greenroads.com pick out your items and enter code dnvr20 for 20 percent off and go in the air deep right center go. field two run home run trevor story way back myers he'll watch it go out chuck nasty two run home run david Dahl. Nolan drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look. You won't see it for long. I don't want to lose your love tonight. Welcome into the DNVR Rock. Podcast brought to you by StravaCraft Coffee. Remember to use promo code DNVR20, first time users to get 20% off, and DNVR25 for second time users to get 25% off that CBD infused, deliciously rich, and potentially life altering StravaCraft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is, of course, beat writer Patrick Lyons. And we celebrate this holiday in our world anyway, uh, this magical 316. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, with a little bit of emerging facts. Remember the, the very shortly lived gimmick from uh, Kurt Hawkins, Face the Facts? Did you catch any of that? No, caught it through the grapevine. I I think if you know we are we are probably celebrating the holiday of three sixteen. We have to call these facts that we've learned from only two weeks of play. So there's not a lot to go on, but we found some. We're gonna have to call these facts of the Cactus League cactus facts. Oh wow! Okay, we're gonna see how many of these we get in. Bang, bang, I think is what you were going for. It was right there, but still. (laughs) No, I'm going for Cactus Facts. It rhymes with Cactus Jack. Bang, bang, baby. Bang, bang. I like it. Uh, Because Rockies 316 says, we've got a nice stadium. (laughs) And we're we're working on it. Not quite the same ring to it. We'll workshop workshop that. Uh, yeah, we'll figure out which exactly of these things we're feeling strongly enough about to declare them as facts, uh, at least uh, in our fun little going to do. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but any other wrestling references that we can get in there before we start? Oh, just- oh no, we'll 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 find our way. There might be a couple small package roll-ups. We'll get It'll those work. in for some quick pins. Yeah, we'll see. In. WrestleMania coming up and everything. The Discord channel's on fire. If you guys aren't members, you're missing out on all that stuff. I'll tell you what. But. There's a lot to celebrate. We just had Pi Day for the mathematicians or sabermetricians on 314, 3.14, the first uh, three digits of Pi. Sure. 316 for just all wrestling all together. Austin right. 316. And then uh, St. Patrick's Day. So, I mean, really, it's a smorgasbord sure. of sure. celebration. Sure. Mortgageborg. I've also had a girlfriend's birthday and our uh, anniversary coming up. So all in one week, which normally we celebrate down at spring training, but you know. <laughs> so sadly, not something's going on. Something's going on, huh? <laughs> I'm not there in person. I'm, it didn't seem like a wise idea uh, this year, but still have been paying quite a bit of attention to your you Colorado gotcha. Rockies out there. Uh, Patrick, why don't you hit me? 
with one first. Just just throw a fact out. What's something we've learned so far about these Rockies? Well, straight up, the first fact I have, and there's not really much to say about it, Herman Marquez is now spelled slightly different. Oh, yeah. The first A in his name, as opposed to the second one, uh, the one that comes in Marquez, it also has an accent. So both letters of Herman Marquez's name, uh, both letter A's in his first name and last name now have an accent mark over them. Originally, it was just the Marquez. Great. Always got to include that accent. And now uh, Herman. So Herman. Herman Marquez. Herman Marquez. See, everyone's so you've been seen it everywhere. making There's fun no of announcement. Jack Corrigan for the last couple of years. He's actually nailed it, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do speak to the ballplayers. <laughs> you know, so. And so I'm glad to see it. I, I, yeah. I always like anytime something it gets corrected because it means somebody spoke up or someone was paying attention enough. So yeah, Herman Marquez, now it's spelled slightly different with an accent on both letter A's and his first and last name. So that one's a, that one's a gimme. My right. first one is Trevor Story. That's, yeah. that's a good one. I was, was going to say, that's straight up fact. No argument. We can't, we can't argue that one. No, no you can't. Everywhere else we go, there might be a little bit of back and forth. I'm going to say uh, might be a fact or it might be as close to a fact as possible. Trevor Story is going to have a career year. He looks fantastic. He's already hitting the cover off the ball when he's making contact with three home runs. Those were his only three hits as of just the other day, but they were all home runs. <laughs> he's still looking to, to go 30-30 with 30 home runs, 30 stolen <clears throat> bases. I'm sure his sights have really been set on 40-40, 40, 40, 40 homers, 40 stolen bases, because I mean, if he falls short, he's still 30-30, which is pretty damn impressive. Right. And – you've got him going on to a contract year. So everything is lining up for him to do everything incredibly well. And he's been showing that already. Things are just, just lining up. He's not going to get the line of protection, I think, uh, that we would like to see. But I think he just kind of understands, I'm just going to do the best I can with every single at bat. And if I don't get the pitches, I may just have to take some. Once in a while, I'll extend the strike zone just a little bit. Uh, just kind of keep pitchers a little bit honest uh, and, and and poke one the opposite way, whatever it is. But from everything that I've seen, he's lining up to have himself a career year. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think you're right on this one. There, there's just too much lining up to make that work. In addition to all the things you said, there's already been a trend in that direction, right? He's been cutting down on the strikeouts year mm -hmm. by year by year, moving the walk rate up, uh, basically laying off more and more three and curveballs and stuff in the dirt and you know we've talked about the way uh, and Drew Goodman has come on this show and talked about the way that maybe a lecture and, and and expectations uh to to make the postseason and maybe even of a specific person who's going to be very directly mad at you things aren't going well um with that not there uh, I, I see Trevor's story, especially if he can start off with it early on, taking those walks. I mean, look, man, if they're going to work around me, I'll let them. I'll walk. That's a chance for me to steal a base, like you just said, and get that thing done and kind of prove that I'm this all-around guy, right? Like it's okay to play for my numbers. And then ultimately, if the team starts playing well, that only works out for you better anyway. If he's just taking his walks and stealing bases and start to perform, and then they have to pitch to him a little bit more, and he's ready to take him yard. I'm with you. He's got everything to prove. He's got the contract year to do it. And he's just had the right steps so far in his career. It's, it's like when we were talking about Antonio Sensatella coming into last year. It shouldn't have surprised anybody if you were paying attention to mechanical adjustments he was making, the difference in the way he was starting to perform. And we see it out of Trevor's story right now. Even in spring, one of the home runs that he hit was on uh, a breaking ball out away from him where he just went down on one knee and took it out to right center field. And it's just like, dude, if he's going to do that, like it's going to be problems. I like that. It's a good opener. Like and that. really his, his best season was probably in, in 2018, eighth in the MVP uh, voting all-star silver slugger, much like 2019, but he was a little bit healthier. Didn't, didn't go on the IL at all. Right. Um, Still hit around 290, but he had 37 homers versus 35 in 2019. Did get over 100 RBI. And so this year, I think he's looking to, you know, kind of have a lot of threes uh, going across the board. He's going to try yeah. to bat 300, 
hitting 30 home runs 30, is going to be easy 30. for him yeah. and then stealing 30 bases. And in fact, his 162 game average over the last three years is batting 292, which I think he can do a little bit better than that this year yeah. since he has cut down on those K's. 38 homers, exactly 100 RBI, and exactly 30, 30 stolen, stolen bases. bases. And Damn. he's in his prime right now. And, and if you remember on that 2018 season, they they had to force – Buddy was was forcing him to take some off days yeah. here and there because because of the grind. Like, no, you just got to take those days. And, and and he still might. He very well yeah. still might. Could take you know, four games off in the course of the season, which he did in 2018. But all of those things, based on, again, what we know about him, what's coming up this year. But because it's a cactus fact, what we're seeing out of him down there in, in Scottsdale, he's going to have himself a career year in 2021. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. All right, I've got another one for you. This, and I think this one was pretty well assumed. So I'm not, I'm not getting too controversial early again. I, I just want to, I did want to get this confirmed with Black. Uh, I think we all expected it, but if healthy, of course, that's always going to be a thing with these, right? Raimel Toppy is your leadoff man. He is your everyday man for the Colorado Rockies uh, for the foreseeable future. You know, this time a year ago, that was not necessarily the case in spring training he had to be handed that job after about 10 games play there and and the Rockies looking for stuff in their offense kind of cemented there and you know I I could see a situation where the Rockies still had Nolan Arenado and they still season expectations that Tapia's spot wouldn't necessarily be secure but I think that's one of the keys from Bud Black that he knows that this season is about guys and finding this stuff out and obviously they're going to try to compete the best that they can. But when he's basically handing jobs, we talked about with Brendan Rogers earlier, and obviously the injury muddies that conversation a little bit, but he's basically handing jobs to young guys in ways, you know, very early in spring that I don't think he would have done before. And basically pointing to Ryan Tapia and saying, okay, now we're going to find out. And even specifically saying, I don't need him to be a power guy. I need him to be at the top of the lineup. He did bring up on base percentage. Like it can't all just be hits. He's got to, draw some walks or at the very least not be striking out quite so much. Uh, but, I, but I like that just a, a declaration. He's the leadoff man until further notice. Like, All right, cool. And I, and I think we could even say before Bud Black, the stamp on it, essentially uh, that was probably just, you look at the lineup every time he's in the lineup, he was always batting first. So I, right. I, I think you're, you're, you're dead on that one. And, and, because again, while these games might not mean all that much, Bud Black is knows how to prepare his guys for a 162 game season. And if you want Tapia batting leadoff, then he needs to know that he's the first guy that comes up every single game in yeah. spring training. He might not be looking to take those pitches, as you said, Drew, and and to get on base, um, you know, every single at bat. Because again, he's working on certain things, but nevertheless, that that has to be a fact, and it and it's one that. You know, I, I could see changing. I mean, right now it's a fact, but I, I am getting, I'm a little excited at the idea of Tapia really stroking well and him maybe moving down to second in front of Story and Hampson maybe batting leadoff if he can get his on base. Like that, like that excites me and say, like, wow, we could get even more out of Tapia. Yeah. Hampson, Tapia, Tapia, Hampson at the top of the lineup has always been a very intriguing thing, but both those guys just have to get on base enough for that to actually play out the way in our minds it sounds fun <laughs> right and i think with the left right matchup again you can have uh tapia batting in between hampson and story but you're you're absolutely right that is that's a fact right. tapia is the leadoff hitter on this team yeah. and is he's gonna he's gonna have a lot of opportunity to be comfortable with that and and then honestly if, if you think about what charlie blackman did for so long when there was a lot of talk about let's move him down in the lineup let's have him third let's bat, bat him fourth He's almost wasting away RBI opportunities batting first. And Tapia's got a way to go until he's there. So he's going to have plenty of time batting you know, leadoff this entire year, I think. Bonus cactus facts for Tapia, of course, from yesterday's podcast. Best hair in baseball. I think we, we, we've got to declare it at this point. We've got to start going with just best hair in baseball. Is it Who had the best hair in wrestling since we're doing our special wrestling day? But, Ever? but Tapia's the man. Yeah. Well, I mean, all time. I mean, Edge always had Edge has Edge. good hair. He's kind of a natural blonde. Yeah, 
of lot those of guys with the long flowing blonde locks edge triple h the big the his. big show had beautiful what he had his brain hair <laughs> well i don't know about that, that, that era i'm thinking more when he was in wcw and he was just big the big giant the giant he actually had pretty good yeah. pretty good hair braun strowman's got a good beard that's uh, true facts all right rick rude putting on the spot or rick flair rick flair go with. yeah all right, that was good. Great but hair. Tapia beats them all. Tapia, Tapia has better hair than Tapia. Actually, has the same hairdo as Bray Wyatt used to. That's, um, but that's, 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 that's true. Now we're really we're getting crazy. All right, my second fact, and you can see that from again from the usage, from starting lineup, who's at DH, and from everything else we've seen from guys that are on the cusp, the Rockies are going to carry three first basemen. Mm, I, think I like this fact. one. I like this. Okay. I think it's a fact. We're seeing the guys kind of uh, do their thing. There hasn't really been anybody that's left out from the pack all that much. I think Fuentes has. Um, but you got yeah. Crone, the guy who, when healthy, there's no doubt he's the yeah. best of the three. Yeah. You got Greg Bird from the left hand side, who's finally been putting a charge into a ball Looked recently. Interesting. Yeah. Again, great story with him being from Colorado, Grandview High School graduate here in the area and you got Fuentes with the ability to play multiple positions potentially go to the outfield if he needs to so for that reason and and then maybe you say well Fuentes isn't technically just a first baseman whatever however you want to call it all three of those guys that are battling for the first base spot as crazy as it might sound to carry three first basemen I think the Rockies will actually do that don't know how long it'll end up lasting don't know uh, at what point it'll just be CJ Crone's job the end uh and those other two guys will have to find spots elsewhere but from this battle i think all three of those guys actually make it you so you do think it'll be crone fuentes and and bird does connor joe make his way into this at all i mean he's been pretty good he's been hitting the ball he's He's actually been been really good yeah i've been surprised by how much connor joe we've been seeing and yeah i mean i don't think he's gonna get a spot but but right to your point he's one of those guys on the cusp the Rockies like these guys and they're hitting well. And it's interesting, like depth at first base, but no, like top, who is it? I don't know. Somebody recently wrote an article about how embarrassing it is that the Rockies can't have an amazing first baseman. And uh, I always find those conversations to be really interesting. It's like, you feel entitled to have a hall of famer or borderline hall of famer at first base, just because <laughs> Galarraga and Helton have been there. And then, you know, more no, after that, and uh, even Mark Reynolds, you know, like who have the San Francisco Giants had in center field since Willie Mays? Right. Uh, oh man, they they're really failing. It's like they won a couple World Series. I think they're fine without having another Willie Mays esque player. And that's not to necessarily say Todd Helton is on the same level as that. But, but sometimes those random things do kind of happen. It's yeah. there's bigger fish to fry with the Rockies organization <laughs> and just picking on their first base them, situation. They're right not now, awesome right? at first base. Yeah, I was thinking about. It. I was like, well, you know, at shortstop for the first twenty years of their existence, you know, they didn't have anybody really of note at all, and then they had back to back guys with Hall of Fame caliber talent. <laughs> yeah, like that, it just you know. It's it's unusual, but yeah, you yeah, can't it's, expect it's how the cookie that, crumbles. So. I I think because the outfield situation, um, and and I, I don't still don't really know about Daza. He doesn't have any options left, and yeah, okay. So what's the bench then? If you've got so you to have Crone and Bird on the bench, five man bench with twenty six, right? So we got a backup catcher, so Nunez. So two two spots left. I think Daza might grab one of those spots because of the lack of options and. They like him a little bit and, and his defensive ability, but you know, then you've got one of Hampson or Hilliard. I guess you're starting the year with, with no Rogers. That's the one thing that maybe it makes a little easier there, but for sure, it's going to be a tough decision. Who gets that final bench spot? Maybe you DFA Daza and he still comes back into the organization. Um, that, that very well, well could be it. And because you're going to have Owens maybe more in the outfield than the infield. So Fuentes is now kind of your yeah. third base, potentially mm-hmm. second baseman, or we saw it the other day. I think, I think you had Fuentes at third base and McMahon at second base. So I think it could be some kind of mix. And so right. for that reason, you, you, you could end up having all three of those guys and, and maybe Connor Joe, I don't know that he's gonna have to still do a lot more to, to inject himself over Greg bird, but 
he has been impressive and you know he's he's bounced back from some you know testicular cancer and yeah. has some experience at at third base i think he was drafted originally uh, as a third baseman so he he has that experience you know uh, maybe not great on the defensive end, but he can be there in a pinch and, and you might see something out of him. I'd like to see the potential for Greg Bird maybe to go to uh, a corner outfield spot if they need him in a pinch. True. Rockies have a lot of flexibility right now that if you mix and match all of the pieces around, again, you can you can get a lot more out of out of some of these guys. So I think I think that that's that could be what you see is, is you take a, the, the chance. You're right. Daza's is kind of the odd man out and you say, well, we think we can sneak Daza through on, on waivers. Probably. And because yeah. if, if we let go of Greg bird here, we, we might lose him. So I I'm leaning towards that's that. Solid, I think that's fact. right. I think that's right. And as you mentioned, hey, flexibility, good thing. It's a really good thing to be able to, to mix and match and do all that stuff. And if you want to be more flexible, in your life, not not literally, this is not a yoga class. We don't we don't have a yoga class yet. Just regular classes, flexible of the mind. You want to be able to tackle life with whatever it may throw your way, which as we all learned over the last year could be a lot. Well, our friends at MSU Denver Online have got you covered for the best possible digital education you can get from the experts in the field. They really do know what they're doing as they've been designed to do this. From the ground up, they've got amazing teachers, incredibly responsive to your emails and your questions. Many of them work in the same field that you're taking your class in, so it's a great opportunity to network with them. Maybe you're starting a new degree, you're finishing up an old one, you just want a few extra skills in your life, whatever it is. Go to msudenver.edu slash online and earn your degree while working and making a little bit of money. You don't have to let it interrupt your life. Maybe while you're still taking care of your kids, maybe while you're just not breaking, you're watching every single baseball game, every single day habit, and you can't go to class. So you got to do it from home. We understand. They understand msudenver.edu slash online for the absolute best in digital education. And also, you know, we love our friends at Chevalier Mortgage. Once you're a little bit smarter from having taken classes at MSU Denver, <clears throat> then you'll know the importance of having a really smart person who's probably also taken some classes there to help you with your mortgage or your loan or refinancing, whatever you've got going on in that market. Head to dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. Most importantly, when you do that, you get set up with a free consultation with Mike or Virginia Chevalier take a look at your options. They really can make buying a new home or refinancing or looking into loan stuff, any of that stuff that can be so stressful and, and feel like just the worst part of something that should be fun and an exciting new adventure part of your life. And they make it feel like that. So check them out. You can never go wrong with the protectors of the realm, which is directly exactly what Chevalier means. At Chevalier Mortgage, call Virginia at 303 303- Two five seven six five seven eight, or Mike at nine seven zero four one two two four seven two, or as we said, visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number one nine three one zero zero six, and Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number one nine one zero six three one. All right, where are we at? Am I? Is it my turn to give a fact? Cactus facts. Go for it. Oh, it's your turn to climb to where? the top of the Hell in a Cell. Oh man, can you imagine? <laughs> why? Why? Um, anyway, uh, where did my my list of facts go here? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Okay, well, here's here's one earlier that's uh, more in your category of Herman Marquez changed his name, but uh, the, 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 an official one again. I'm starting out simple. I'll get, I'll get to. Is this my... has something to do with Zach Greinke's spelling of his name? Because we know, right? we only learned Actually, that yesterday. It's a pretty new fact. The Rockies will be younger this year. And that's just something we we were pretty sure of. But remember around this time of, of year, well, no, around this time of the schedule, uh, when they added Matt Kemp, because it was in summer camp, I was like, what what even was last year? But you adding guys like Matt Kemp and Daniel Bard and you know whomever else. And it's like no one like that is walking through that door. We I I don't think at this point 
The Rockies are making calls to any veterans of any kind, of any stripe, at any position to come in here and do anything else. You know, with the departure of that one guy who used to play third base, uh, what's his name? And uh, obviously Matt Kemp, a few other people. This team's just going to be younger and they're going to play younger. They're going to exist younger. We've talked about they're going to be faster. That's the other thing that I'll throw in there. We've sort of talked about that a lot. And it's another thing that I've asked Bob Black. They're going to play faster. They're going to try to steal bases. They're going to try to steal games. They're going to play like a young team that's sneaking up on people. But they, they will literally be younger this year. And But they will also figuratively, like everything about them is going to, there will be more mistakes. There will be more uh, lack of experience things. And there will be more, oh, crap, I didn't know that guy could do that moments because we're going to find out. But the 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 youth of the team, you know, I still think there, there was a little bit of time there where you wonder, are they going to bring in veterans? Are they going to make these other moves? And I think now that we sit here middle of March going, nope, this is it. It really is Charlie and the children. What's, what's weird is the guys that they have brought in on non-roster deals are only slightly older than the average age of the team last year, like CJ Crone. 31. Okay. So obviously a little bit more, you know, a little bit higher than the relative age 28, you know, 28.0. The, oh, I think, uh, I think, yeah. I think the offensive players were at 28.3 last year. The pitchers were 27.3, something like that. Um, and then you, you, you've got Greg bird 29. Um, and then you lose Aaron yeah, 29, yeah. but then, right. And then the young guys that are kind of coming up, they're not really all that young. It's not, 21 22 year olds true so it, it's not going to go down by that much but by experience yeah you're even just talking about experience they are going to be substantially younger and by games played that. and innings pitched and oh yeah 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 yeah, exactly yeah i forget for sure. that some of these guys like i'm getting uh, older too so i forget that like kyle freeland's like 27 28 now let's just think of, he's perpetually 24 years old uh you know so yeah, they they are right. They're they're getting up there. John John Gray is going to be thirty before too long. Growing up, man, look at him go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow the the uh, the pitchers, according to Baseball Reference, between twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, stayed the exact same age. Not sure how that's. Well, I do know how it's possible, but you know Scott Oberg wasn't in the mix last year, so that kind of kept it down just a little bit. Yeah. Chad Bettis wasn't on the roster, so that kind of brought things down. So obviously right. everyone that was on the team in 19 and 20 got a year older. That's how time works. But <laughs> the older guys weren't around, so that kind of you know balanced it all out in a general. Um, they added Tyler Kinley, who's only a couple years older than that average. So right. uh, definitely, they are. By, by experience, yeah. I, I, would, I would agree with that. All right, this one... You know, we, it was almost a spoiler yesterday. You didn't realize it because you brought it up. But I said, and I don't know how we can actually calculate it. We'll have to get creative because it might not it, – it's not going to be across every metric. No, no, no. And it's not going to be uh, true in every category, certainly not the cating, counting categories. But I think Elias Diaz will be the best offensive catcher since William Rosario. So I, I had, I had one that's similar. I'll just add mine was going to be that the Rockies catching tandem has the best offensive season since at least William Rosario is almost exactly the same, but um, with Nunez combined in there, if you were to look at the Rockies catcher position, because I do think they're both going to get a decent amount of play, Uh, but I'm with you. Even Diaz alone has a decent shot. At doing it. I don't think he's going to hit 24 home runs or whatever it was Rosario had. I don't think Diaz no, got quite exactly. that drop, but he could hit 14 or 15 home runs with a very solid batting average. Um, we're actually recording this before. This is the only time in spring training it's going to happen. We're recording this before the ball game. He's in there. He's batting third. Uh, and so, oh, here's another one. Bonus Elias Diaz facts. Uh, or again, catcher position facts. And this will be the first time in I don't know how many years the catcher is not going to hit eight all year long, every single time. Mm, and it's been a good. long time since anyone, you know, Walters, Ionetta, Hunley, any, they all hit eight. Um, and Diaz, I think, is already starting to prove that he's 
too quality of an offensive asset to do that. So I think we're going to see days where he's in there batting fifth or sixth. Uh, yeah. And, that, yeah. Yeah, no losses we've seen a Rockies catcher anywhere near the middle of the order. Yeah, that that definitely will be wild. And I think because you know Diaz is only going to be you know catching three out of the five starters, like well, it kind of remains to be seen. I don't think they're going to go with three catchers, but um, so I don't think you'll have Nunez once every five days, and then Jose Brasenio once. So even if Diaz is, is starting three out of every five, he can only accumulate so many at bats. So you're right; he's not going to approach the the total number of homers as Rosario, but he could do uh, at bats per home run. He could right. do that. He could best the baby bull in that category. So, mm. well, again, we'll have to be creative how we or figure in terms out of war or he's something. as good or better or whatever yeah. it is, but he's certainly going to, to match. I mean, I don't know how many two home run ball games that Rosario had. Right. He only had a couple as far yeah. as I can remember, maybe quite literally two, yeah. but, Maybe that's another one of those ways you can get creative and say, hey, Elias Diaz hit two home runs in a single game, which is more than some catchers hit in a season. And you go, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 pretty good. That's, that's some good offense right that's, there. <laughs> Years worth of work in one game. Oh, I love that. I love that. All right, I'll, I'll go again since we, we kind of were, were the same there, said the same idea. With our cactus facts and our catching, now this this is kind this kind of changed for me after the first week of the season to where we're at now. Our first week of spring training to where we're at now, and it's that the starting rotation depth is a little thinner than expected. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now again, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too wrapped up in the the outcomes in some of these spring training games, but when you see a guy and he looks a little questionable you begin to go, uh, yeah, there, there are those flaws. So, you know, th- the fact that the, we can even sit here and name almost 10 starters off the top of our head is a lot more than the Rockies have been able to do in the last few years, even including 2018. Now, granted, right. they didn't need to call on those As guys, it turned out, yeah. As it turned yeah. out. So no harm, no foul there, which, which is fine. And maybe that'll be the case this year. But the cactus fact that that I've I've kind of gleaned from all this is that Derek Rodriguez is a guy you need in a pinch. Uh, Chichi Gonzalez, we'll we'll see what he does tonight, but we've kind of already established he's just a guy you need in a pinch. Jose Mejica still has a way to go. Young guy, upside, has a way to go. Antonio Santos yeah. just got his start, so he's got a way to go. Yeah. Young guy, but these guys are still only there in a pinch. They're not necessarily guys you can say hey he could almost be a four a number four or a four starter in this year's rotation and maybe by next year he's number three i don't think we can say any of that these are just capable depth pieces that maybe lack a little of the excitement that i had you know coming coming into spring training yeah yeah no i would i would agree with that in in every facet you know i muhika is still a guy i'm probably the highest on uh, of the group um, he didn't mention Ryan Castellani there. Who's also having a very bad spring training. Yeah. Um, so just, just fits the point. He's somebody whose body of work in the minors and, and pedigree still gives me some pause there to say, okay, let's see a little bit more of him in spring training, but, but I'm with you at this particular moment, there's nothing to be in the least bit excited about for pitcher depth for the Rockies, other than maybe Ryan Rollison. And that's, you're not thinking of him at you think of him as a future potential three, two guy, not as he's depth right now. Cause he's young, but ultimately you, you don't want to be thinking of him as depth where the signing of guys like Derek Rodriguez and um, so bringing Chichi Gonzalez back. The, the whole idea there is to have some um, solidarity at the back end of your rotation. And it's not looking like that's how it's, it's going to be right now. So, so yeah, uh, you know, you, from the Rockies' perspective, they just got to hope they get Sensatella healthy by the beginning of the season. They can kick that can down the road as long as they can. Can. Can, can, can. Stop saying can. Oh, I can't. Peter Lambert. Peter Lambert is, he continues Peter to be forgotten about in this conversation, but there's not much to say yes. because you can't expect too much from him this year. Again, he's just returning from Tommy John surgery. But he's, he's in that Mujica 
kind of camp where you say, yeah, okay, maybe this year is not anything, and he's just up for spot starts, but he, his, uh, his, his stock value is um, still has that potential to rise, whereas Chi-Chi and Derek Rodriguez, not so much. But uh, you know, maybe they, they're able to kind of figure it out a little bit down in Albuquerque, and, and, and there will be some strength. But it's yeah, a little thinner than, than expected, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, my turn. My turn for cactus facts. Um, all right, here's a here's a good one. Here's a fun one that I think again feels kind of obvious right as we sit here today. But two weeks ago, three weeks ago, it wasn't necessarily. People in the off season were saying to me, "Are you sure?" But Scott Oberg will pitch this season for your Colorado Rockies. He will pitch. He'll pitch in games. He'll pitch in multiple games and. He'll pitch well. Um, you know, we'll define well however you want, but uh, obviously the, the biggest, most important thing, because it was a question mark. And people weren't sure what the health was going to be. And, and he's going to get out there, and he's going to do the thing. He'll pitch on a major league baseball diamond. He'll get a standing ovation from the fans, uh, and he'll walk off to a standing ovation from the fans. That will be an event that will take place at Coors Field in 2021. That this is my favorite one so far. I that gets that gets the full two bangs. That gets a bang bang <laughs> for cactus facts. Not not a, not no right. no bangs. No bangs means no bang. I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> right. disagree. One bang, I could see it happen. This one, bang bang. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I I love that. I man, I mean, I'm still worried about the guy. I'm still worried. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Just just seeing him go out there and you go, oh okay, well, he's he's throwing. He's he's in a game like that's has a lot of value. I think he might even, I think he slated the pitch again tonight. So that's exciting. Like that's um, a big deal. And you know we'll kind of see what happens when things get back to Denver. You know hopefully nothing you know bad goes down and 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 any kind of issues uh, with living at altitude um, can be fixed. You know as far as you know sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber and, and things of that nature, which isn't like sleeping in a casket. He's not the undertaker. Wow. This is really, this whole episode's really come together. Casket match. But, uh, but no, they actually have these like hyperbaric chambers of where it's uh, almost like if you have a canopy around your bed, if you got like one of those big bed frames, you know, that goes up high, you can have something like that and, and sleep in it. So you can um, get that uh, additional oxygen and, you know, the, the, the staff there, uh, with with uh, with Keith Duggar and 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 all those mm. guys, you know they do a fantastic job. So they're going to take good care of them, and hopefully it's it it just doesn't become a question here going forward. But we will we will at least see a little bit of that, and we want a lot more of that. And man, that's such a good one. Yes, Scott Oberg will suit up this season for the Colorado Rockies. I love that. I love that. Boom. One. That's a great one. All right, this is this is where they get a little bit murky for me, and I'm gonna bounce around here on my on my draft board of oh, facts. The uh, facts. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna pick this one as my next one. Cactus facts. Uh, there is some cavalry. Yes, the Rockies do have some cavalry coming for them. We know their farm system is towards the back end of, of the 30 MLB teams, and they might lack some some super huge prospects that were taken, you know, second overall and whatnot. But there are guys that can be inserted into this mm. conversation mm. in the next year or two. Colton right. Wilker is showing that, you know what, oh. he's been overlooked. Yeah. Um, not necessarily saying he's going to be an all-star, but he's a guy who could be a contributing member and, uh, and a potential starter at the corners for this club. Ryan Valade has shown some things mm -hmm. where, again, we might not see him until the end of the year at the earliest, but next year he could be a guy that a lot of people are buzzing about. And as we mentioned, Ryan Rollison, those three guys, that's a nice little injection, not to mention Peter Lambert, who we could get at the end of this year a little bit going towards next year. So the farm system might be on the downside, but there's still a few more guys that are trying to jump into the mix that they're not lost boys yet, but they are guys that we don't know what they can bring this team yet. So all guys who not. could be dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, 
I, I love this one. I really do, especially because, and I, I wanted to make this point because I rarely go like hard in on negative analysis of minor league players. It's choice. Uh, you know, I just, I don't really like doing it. If I don't think a guy's going to make it, I, I probably just won't mention his name on the show. You know, that that's typically that's how I've, uh, how I've gone fair. just because, you know, it's just so hard to make it. And it's just like, there's so much working against minor league ball players, and, and we've got plenty enough to say about the major league guys or whatever. So, so I really haven't gotten into much of a habit of doing that, but um, I remember I was, uh, I was really building up somebody in the farm system and then off air, a guest of ours asked me, is, is there anybody in this system that you don't believe in, man? And, and I kind of ran through a list of names and I was like, I, you know, I'm really not sure about these guys. And one of them was Ryan Valade. I was, I was never 100% sold or sure you know i'd seen him play a little bit of shortstop when he was first drafted and he's not a shortstop and the rockies realized that very quickly and you know so that i think tamed it a little bit i did i didn't see him do too much even his batting practice rounds you know weren't these awe-inspiring things like guys i had seen before from brendan rogers to sam hilliard to dom nunez whoever out in gj and i just i'd never really seen it with valade and so he was one of the few guys that I didn't talk about much. My mom loves him because he's an Oklahoma guy and she's an Oklahoma gal. And that's always been, you know, so I just, I didn't bring him up much. And and now here's even another guy. Uh, you've brought guys like Alan Trejo to my attention where I'm like, I probably wouldn't have brought his name up, but look at him out there doing the thing. And so to see Valade having such a good spring and getting his opportunities and looking like he belongs is really cool. I've kind of had the, the exact same take on Valade going into this year. Um, and it's, and you're right, you're, you're, it, it does you no good to just trash talk a guy like that or just say like you don't believe in him. You, again, you, you don't mention him. Like the, the omission is, is everything. Like when we go and, and we talk about prospects and you can hear the excitement in our voice on a certain guy, even if we don't necessarily believe he'll be an all star, you just know this guy can play. Like again, I still don't think Josh Fuentes is necessarily going to be an all-star, but yet seeing him three years ago, I go, this guy can play, give no. him a chance. Right. No. And, and now that's kind of the case with, with Valade and you go, yeah, this guy, and he's, he's still really young. Like he yeah. came right out of high school and was uh, young at every level that he's been at. And so he hasn't been a superstar uh, just yet. Like he hasn't really posted those numbers uh, in a, in a way that would make you believe it, but now you're you're seeing it a little bit on the field. So Welker, Valade, Rawlson, like you're Walker you're starting to see some of those guys and say, okay, all right, you know, whatever. They don't they don't even necessarily have to be superstars, but they could be guys. Like again, if if Walk if Welker becomes Garrett Atkins and Valade becomes Brad Hop, you go, wow, these guys are way better than you know people were kind of giving them credit yeah. to be. And they could be those kind of guys. How many Ryans will be on the Colorado Rockies in 2022? Well, one. The only, well, the only so one McMahon, definitively. Rollison. Oh, Rollison will make his debut this year. Valade's in the maybe. The problem, I don't know. I, I don't think we'll see Valade. The problem with with him, I think is just um, is kind of twofold in in the fact that they don't want to start his clock because he is only twenty two years old, and then also yeah. too, you can't expand rosters in the past, like in the past, right? Right. So it's going to be so be season's going to start with twenty six, and then in September they only add two more guys. So he's probably a September of twenty twenty two, but not in a normal world, but. Maybe, yeah. It, we can't call it the normal world anymore. Be like, no, in your old ass fogey world that doesn't exist anymore. Well, the real question is, I need to start. Uh, we both need to start scouting other rosters and say, all right, does this team need a shortstop? They right. do. All right, so we'll trade you Trevor Story for Ryan. Looking for Ryan. I'm looking for a Ryan. All right, we got a deal. Oh, Padres have Ryan Weathers. Sir Ryan. Let's make this deal. And you go. Wait, you traded Story to the Padres and now Tatis and. By the way, where does Trevor Story even play on the Padres? I, center field? Sure. I, no. Why not? Why not? Why not? 
Get out of here with that. <laughs> well, hey, if you want to place a bet on whether or not Trevor Story will end up on the San Diego Padres or not, I, I love I wish they would allow you to be able to bet on stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> betting the no, like we know, yeah, that you can't. <laughs> that would be a little bit too easy. That might be like a minus four million. And it's like you win a dollar for four million dollars. You put on, you're like, you're, it's guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, it's guaranteed. not guaranteed. Put that but if it me. does happen, can you imagine? Ooh, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> ooh, that one was gonna hurt. Ooh, that's gonna sting. Uh, well, luckily, you don't have to do crazy nonsense like that. You can just do fun stuff, little small dollar amounts. I'm always doing little dollar amounts there on the DraftKings Sportsbook app including ones like this. They got this going on as a promo for new users right now with the tournament going on there in the college basketball ranks. If you bet four bucks on an underdog and they happen to win, you get $256. That's it. Simple as that. Bet $4, end up with $256 if your underdog wins. That's for new users going on right now. They're always doing fun and interesting promos like that, which basically amount to just, Throwing money at you, free money for you to bet on whatever you want, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, KBO, which I know fits under the category of baseball, but still, uh, it's really, really fun. It can make the the sports watching experience that much more engaging, especially if you're doing it in a responsible fashion, which I highly, highly recommend. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR when you sign up for $4 to Turn that into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. Let's go DNVR to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We got to win you some money here. So forget those overcats. Got to go with the underdogs. That's why my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week are the Wichita State Shockers. And, yes, it will come at the hands of Super Producer Kale, a.k.a. Tech Boy, a.k.a. Sexy Santa. I think Wichita State, throwing some love out to you, Barbara. It's Kansas right there. They're going to take down Drake in in a very strange Missouri Valley Conference rematch like they're already in the same conference and they're uh playing against each other in one of the play-in games coming up here but i've always been a wichita state fan i used to have a a shockers t-shirt because they long had a really good baseball team in uh in the late 90s and so i thought hmm i wouldn't mind playing for wichita state and you know maybe pretending like i was sam hilliard they also had a fantastic bowling team which i was also a part of yes, I was a rare two sport athlete. Drew, I don't know if you knew that. Baseball and bowling. <laughs> wow, yeah. No, Me, Mookie Betts, uh, there's a couple right. other of us right. out there. But Wichita State had the best of both worlds, and so I was always a closet, you know, Shockers fan. So I think they're going to do it. They're the underdog to go with. Wichita State, my DraftKings sportsbook pick of the week minus one twelve. Go Shockers! Love it. Also, Shocker's a Spider-Man villain, and there's a, a there was a wrestling the terrible, terrible debut of the, the Stormtrooper helmet, the Shockmaster. Okay, close enough. Yeah, Shockmaster. And Drake, you know what? I've never seen him at at WrestleMania or SummerSlam, but you know who I did see? Bad Bunny, who's everywhere now. And so, props to that guy. So, I know I should be hating on Drake, but. Check out our guy, Will, overlapping at Wichita State with Mike Pelfrey. The Pelfster. <laughs> New York <laughs> Mets legend. It's just like one of those names that only baseball fans like would really get excited about. Like We had a we had comedian Matt Duckett on the show, and we were talking about his, his list of names. And shoot, Ray Langford, that's another one where he's just like, any normal human hears the name Ray Langford and has zero reaction. Well, when we had when we had Vic Vela on last week, it was like, okay, I was just trying to think of some Cubs players from the '80s. Hit him with the Damon Barry Hill. He loved it, and I did the same thing where I, I ran into a White Sox fan a decade or so ago, and I knew how old he was, and I just threw out the name. I go Dan Pasqua, and then he was like, "You're great, thank you." You just threw a name out there of a guy that I used to love, 
Damn, there you go. Every, this is the Jake. This is the Mike Pelfrey show. Everyone loves apparently, Mike Pelfrey, apparently. Not to pull back the curtain or whatever, but we're not on YouTube today. Everyone should subscribe to the YouTube. Get on there when we go live. It's a big happy family. We're doing all kinds of stuff. When we're not on YouTube, there's usually a little bit less of an audience and there's not a ton of people hanging out with us today so the fact that there's a, a handful of people in the comments who have a connection to mike pelfrey jake played against him in college and will i was like why not why not we need the trifecta here we've got all right who else attended the school story. exactly played against him in college we need just somebody who's like oh, i i changed his carburetor one time <laughs> On the way to spring training, you go, there we go. We need that person. Mike Somebody. Pelfrey dated an Olsen twin? Huh. Moving on. So Cactus <laughs> Fact. I think it's, okay. I think it's your turn. Back. Do you have another one there? Uh, I did. I am so lost on my, my cactus. My next Cactus <laughs> Fact is to improve their pitching depth. They need to sign Mike Pelfrey. There we go. There's our... <laughs> Bring in. There's our trifecta. Can we please get a little bit of Mike Pelfrey? I guess I kind of touched on this earlier. I, I combined this one into another thing, but I was going to say that the Rockies are going to steal more bases this year than they have at any time in the last decade. So I talked about them being faster, running more, but I, I do think they're going to get caught more than any time than they've been caught in the last decade as well. But I think they'll they'll set their modern era, their their post. 2010s, you know, post Ubaldo Jimenez era uh, stolen base record. Yeah, we're seeing them a little bit more aggressive on the base pass. Uh, it's one of the reasons why Rogers was removed from the game. Uh, hamstring injury, he was still on second base, unfortunately. Yeah, so uh, it, those numbers could take a hit if if he misses any substantial time. But nevertheless, yeah, they've been a lot more aggressive on on the bases, and can't go wrong with that. Like, go for it, feel it out figure it out, learn, learn your game and, and go from there. I mean, it's again, Charlie Blackman, we know doesn't steal bases anymore, but he did for a while and could feel some things out. And I'm, I'm sure now at, at his age now, again, you're, you're on a contending team. You got to win a ball game. You got to steal second base. He's got one in the tank when he needs to go. Um, he's saving it and that's fine. And so these young guys need to learn Save it hey, for a rainy day. Yeah, these guys need to learn when to go on what move, reading guys, and all those things. And so I think um, that's a good one. I'm going to give that one a one, one bang. One bang. Because I would, I would like to see them doing it more during spring training. We've, we've heard them say it to confirm it. But I'm still going to give that one a bang because they have been a little bit more aggressive yeah. than normal. So there, there is some proof in the pudding there on that one, for sure. There we go. All right. I'm going to say uh, my last three. I don't have too much confidence in. I I think Mr. Ben Bowden has been doing a little bit better, but I'm going to say the Rockies are going to trade for or sign a left-handed pitcher for their ah, bullpen like between this. now and next year. So they don't do it during the season. And again, if they do it during okay, the season. Okay, that's a wide window we're giving you there, <laughs> but okay, okay. I mean, one bang because the windows. If you would have gone fine. by the that's trade fair. deadline, I would have given you two bangs. No, they they do not why, need to. Why would they do that? Right. Yeah, it's more of a it's more of a. All right, we're <laughs> trading story, and you know what? You're you've got a guy that has a couple years of control. He's a lefty reliever. He's kind of a little bit proven. We'll go right. ahead and in in take him like an Adam Kalarik or, or somebody like that. Go ahead and and acquire him. Um, but if if it doesn't come to fruition in a nice easy deal at some point during the season, then I, I think they might look to do that in the off season because you know Bowden is I think Ben Bowden is really the only guy I think that has a chance to solidify himself and he still has a way to go. He's he's yet to make his debut. You're off the deal don't train. Know. We're done. Yeah I don't I, I don't know so. that I deal think, is yeah a definitive guy. He has some things that work he, out. He's got a lot to prove at this point. Yeah. But he still has just, a lot to prove. Yeah. Brian Gonzalez was a nice little non roster invite. We still yeah. haven't seen it from him and a lot Go of the with. other lefties and, and is he still maybe a potential starter? Right. Um, not sure, but I think yeah. I think Gilbreth could be a guy yeah. where we're asking the same things of him that we are of Bowden. So it's like you know what we we need to have uh, a veteran lefty. So let's go. And maybe you have two. Maybe you've got 
this this veteran that you acquire in a trade or that you sign in the next 365 days, <laughs> um, or you've got you've got that guy and Bowden and Deal and Gilbreth, you know, to go up and down, or Yohan Ibar, depending on what you see out of him. So sure. I just don't think that they have a definitive left-handed reliever solution that they've that they've got under control here in camp right now. Yeah. No, I, I like that. I think that's, I think that's correct. I, you know, I'm like you, I want to see what Ben Bowden's got and, and I think it could be something, but yeah, Caleric would be a, a hell of a get and you'd probably have to move something uh, fancy to get him. but I like it. Uh, I like that in general. I, I think they are coming to that recognition and not carrying any of them to start the season is, is a pretty clear sign that they're not thrilled. I asked Bud Black that question directly. I said, you know, what do, one of these guys have to do to, to make the roster. He's like, I don't know, perform better. <laughs> yeah. And you Fair say, enough, well, coach. I don't know. <laughs> and you, and you say, questions right. Here. right. And, and, and think of it like this and you say, all right, well, if the Rockies really aren't going to be contending over the next couple of years, even though they might tell you otherwise, you get you, everyone listening yeah. to this is smart enough to know they, they really shouldn't try to do too much uh, in the next year, but certainly not now. Yeah. Yeah. Over, over, if you overpay for a lefty reliever for a two year, even a three year deal, yeah. uh, this off season, you're essentially just overpaying for insurance just to help the for, rest of your yeah. bullpen. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're, you're signing a guy and you go like, like Boone Logan from a few years ago before hey. when they were out of it, there's a, there's a, there's a name and you go, uh, eh, that. What, what what good is that going to do? Well, it, it might not necessarily help you win, but it's going to help the rest of the guys on the roster kind of have a place, and it's going to settle the puzzle pieces a little bit. And so that's why I think you go, look, let's just pay to fix one problem, and and a lot of other problems will take care of itself in the process rather than yeah. exposing all these righties and just guys getting demolished against left-handed hitters and and ruining their confidence and just their their outlook on so many things. So I, I think that's something that we can look for, but definitely not a two-banger. No. Nah. Definitely not a two-banger. No. Just, uh, <laughs> just, uh, you know, but, but, uh, all right. I've, got, I've got one last one for you here, the the big one that I've been holding on to for this Ooh. time. Um, Slow Which playing. is that – I, I think kind of however way you slice it, I'd prefer ERA plus if you want, but I think even by raw ERA, the top five, and, and I get to name them now, not just the five guys who pitch the most, but Marquez, Freeland, Gray, Sensatella, and Gomber. Among those guys, they will combine to put up the best ERA plus uh, at the very least since 09. I was tempted to go ever. I think it's on the table. Uh, they're... You know, team ERA plus 112, but that includes the bullpen. That's the the mark to reach. I'd have to go back and separate every single year by starter, which would be a little bit of work, but it's probably worth doing just to answer this question. I, I think by ERA plus or raw ERA, these five guys are going to be the best starting pitching tandem. And it's going to be heartbreaking because they won't win very many games. But, you know, by that, by the metric of giving up runs, these are going to, this is going to be the best five they've had i as far as cactus facts go i'm gonna give that one two bangs bang bang i love that i i like it and it's and it's one again if if any of them go down and get injured you take the top five guys and you just you average out their era plus we're not talking about bringing in a fifth starter just these guys and it would be unfortunate if you only get two full seasons out of out of the five of them Maybe two others have a you know most of the season. One of them gets traded, whatever it is. But I, I like that. I, I think there is a very good shot. Um, you know, even if you can get slightly more creative, and if you want to say you know X FIP or something like that, I don't know sure. that we necessarily have those numbers. <laughs> if if you're suspect on, on on the defense or whatever, but yeah, this is the rotation. It's it's crazy. It's it's crazy that they just head and shoulders have the best <laughs> yeah. of such a large component. Yeah. And at least for this year, it's going to be loss. It's going to be yeah. wasted. Um, It'd be like having an NBA team that is the best scoring team in the history of the franchise, but they're also the worst defensive and rebounding team in the history of the NBA. So it just isn't going to matter because they won't ever have the basketball. But when they do, they can put in the hole. You know, it's, it's like, great, the Rockies are phenomenal at starting pitching, which is going to keep them in a lot of games right up until they lose. Or or if this, this uh, 
example you're using for an NBA team, they literally have only signed five guys and you, you just show up <laughs> to the arena and then you just, all right, hey, we got our starters need a rest. And it's just, you got a vendor, you got a cotton candy guy, just, you got yeah. someone sitting in the front row, someone in high heels, just get in the game. That's only four people. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it's you're a lottery you team. Totally. No. Yeah, that's uh, – I, I think that there's a good chance of that that happening. And that and yeah. that's exciting. That's one of those fun yeah. things that will be great to watch this year. I got two left. We, we could talk about whichever one you want. Uh, I, 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 I don't have much confidence in <laughs> so them. So enthused. Okay. One of them and – and it sucks because he got banged up. but And the other one is just not – he hasn't been doing it yet. I think he'll be all right. But Brendan Rodgers and Ryan McMahon are the future of the franchise. Yeah, yeah. Or there's going to be a nine-man bullpen, but that's really only based off of Bud Black's comments and not yeah. I've seen with my naked eye. So let's go with the more are. fun one. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think that's the big thing: the McMahon and Rogers. I think those are the guys that define the year, one way or the other. And obviously, you hope mm. uh, for the best. Um, but I, but I think either way, those are the guys that define the year. And, and if it goes well, then that means that the Rockies can probably turn this thing around a little quicker than than most people thought. And and if it goes the other way, then there's probably a long rebuild a, ahead of this team that's uh, going to take some time. And so I, I'm with you. I think those are the guys to watch most clearly, and and those are the guys to get excited about most intensely if they're if they're doing well for you as Colorado Rockies fans and uh, I do think both are in for big years despite what's gone on recently with Rodgers so I like that but it is a fact I think a cactus fact a double bang cactus fact that these are the guys who that they're the ones to watch this year for better or for worse they define the Rockies 2021 season yeah I'm 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 a lot more excited about Brendan Rodgers after seeing him this spring. It's it's kind of like the reverse of, yeah. the, of the depth at starting pitching. I've seen some of the guys go out and I go, oh, man, all of the air has just gone out of that balloon. And yeah. with Rodgers, it's been, wow, that balloon has really been inflated where, again, I, I, I don't think he necessarily is going to be the next – you know, face that that battles to be on the Mount Rushmore. Like he's, oh man, he's going to be the next Nolan Arenado. He's got a long way to go until something like that happens. But he's, could he be an all-star this year? I think he'll be in the conversation. And you'll say, ah, you know, who are the best second baseman? You know, he could be in the NL. He could be a guy that's right on the periphery of the top five. And then 2022, all-star. And again, it, this this kid can stay healthy. I'm really starting to like, you know, what I'm, what I'm seeing out of him. So that, uh, that hope, that belief, that excitement is definitely there from what he's been able to do so far this spring. Yeah. Cactus. Yeah. Cactus facts. Love it. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's what we've got for you for today. We really appreciate y'all hanging out with us. I do need to remind everyone. We always tell you here at the end of the show that you got to subscribe to the DNVR.com. That way you get discounts on hats, shirts, masks, a bigger beer. And you come down to the DNVR bar access to all that written content. But right now also a fun new perk for the next 300 members. If you sign up to become an annual DNVR member, not only do you receive a free shirt of your choice, from the DNVR locker, but you also get Recover Holistic Stick from Holistic Wellness. What is that? Well, it's a holistic wellness covered in CBD. You gotta love it. We send you 10 packs, or a packs, I'm sorry, of 10 milligrams of CBD. This one focused on recovery. All you do is pop the top off the stick, pour it into any drink, stir it, and consume. They are amazing. So easy to use. No mass. You just mass? No, mess. No mess. You just pop off the top of the stick, pour it into whatever drink you've got, stir it. Super easy. Check out the reviews at holisticwellness.com. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K wellness.com. Better yet, they're offering our listeners 30% off your first purchase using code DNVR30. So again, you can get an annual membership, a free DNVR shirts, and a holistic stick with the coupon inside. It's a banger of a deal. Use the DNVR30 code on that sampler pack if you want to be really clever about it. It includes five sticks of CBD for recovery, sleep, stress, beauty, digest. You can see what works best for your future purposes. 
Head to the DNVR.com today. Become a member of the family. We really, really do appreciate it. Can't do this without all of you. I'm so glad that that's what the, the next 300 members are going to receive. Because when you said the next 300 are going to get, and I thought it was going to be a, a kick to the chest inside of a gigantic hole. Right. When you say sure. 300, that's where my head up. goes. Right. That's where my head goes. Straight too. Yeah. Yeah. As well, it should. And I should say that, you know, for everyone here on this, this wonderful holiday of 316 that enjoyed our Cactus Facts play on the word Cactus Jack, uh, I just hope everyone in mankind can just reach out to us and say, dude, love what you're doing on the podcast, leaving us the review. Man, uh, Mick Foley. I, I, could, I couldn't work that one in. I couldn't work that one into the whole spiel. <laughs> that was good. That was good. And actually, yeah, I, I forget to mention that sometimes. When you leave us a review on the podcast app or wherever, a little five-star that helps other people find it, uh, we, we really do appreciate it. We should do a, a, an episode where we read a few of those. It's something Ali does on TDSP, reads off the five-star reviews. So we can go on there and do that at some point. Really do appreciate it. Each and every one of you, we hope you'll continue to be absolutely awesome out there. You know that we'll continue to be absolutely Patrick Lyons and Drew Creaseman in here. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark. Hey, as always, we hope that show put a smile on your face. And if you want your smile to be the best it absolutely can be, you got to go check out our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group, a longtime DNVR supporter. They're absolutely fantastic. The best damn family dentist in the Denver metro area, just 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver, located in Lakewood. They treat you like family there. They make sure that you take care of yourself. They take care of you. Everything is feeling as good and even potentially as fun. Yes, believe it or not, they can make going to the dentist fun, at least as fun as possible. So check them out. Uh, they'll hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush if you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam today. They'll make you feel like family. And most importantly, they'll take care of that ever important part of your health. You know you've been needing to get out to the dentist for a long time. Don't put it off any further today. Check out our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group.